Hi, I'm Melanie. And I'm Malia. And you're listening to the White Dress Optional Podcast by Brilliant Bridal. Life before, during, and after your wedding is full of options, and we are here to help. Hello, Malia. Hey, Mel. How are you? Doing great. You're not at home. I'm not at my home. I am at my father-in-law's home as my home is being renovated for a few weeks. So I'm currently sleeping in a double bed with my nine-year-old, which means I am not sleeping. (laughs) 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 Is what that means. Fair, fair, fair. Um, What's new for you this week? You know, we are adjusting to all being home this summer Mm -hmm. and everybody being around. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of arguing Mm -hmm. between my older two children and a lot of my two-year-old just yelling no at us. (laughs) He actually started saying, no K. Like, that's (laughs) his new thing. He's like, no K. Like, instead of saying, like, he's not okay or he doesn't like it, he just says no K. How is that not actually, like, Gen Z slang? Like I don't know, but I'm pretty sure my husband and I are going to start saying no K. (laughs) to so many things because this is what my two-year-old says to us all the time. That's amazing. Well done. Well done. No K. I can think of so many things right now. Feel free to use it. Feel <laughs> free. It's going to be the next slang. Feel free. I'm stealing. Throw it in with all the other, the other slang that we're learning these days. <gasps> oh, that's great. Um, well, we're actually talking about private label wedding dresses today, which is... Yeah, let's do it. Something that I feel like has really caught fire in the last, I don't know, would you say like five years, maybe? They're just... Yeah, that sounds about right. ...all over the place. And when you and I started more than a decade ago, um, private labels did exist, but they weren't at all what they are today, both in... Um, quantity and quality, I would say. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about that today and hopefully just really educate and empower brides that may be still shopping for their wedding dress about what is a private label wedding dress because I would make a bet. I don't know what percentage, but I would make a bet that for a bride, if you're going to at least three bridal stores, you're going to run into a private label wedding dress at some point in your journey of finding your gown. So we just want to, we want to talk about that. Yeah. And, and help you with that option. So in general, just to kind of give an overview of what this means in general, because private label or, or, or off label or white label exists pretty much in any industry. Um, This is definitely not new or unique to bridal gowns. Any piece of clothing you buy at Target is a private label piece of clothing. Somebody else makes that, Target buys it, puts their wild fable on it, and that is the piece of clothing you buy. Um, The example I like to use a lot when people ask me, what does this mean? Why are you selling private label is Trader Joe's because pretty much everything at Trader Joe's is private label. It is a, it is somebody else manufacturing that food and then Trader Joe's puts their label on it and sells it for a cheaper price. So like my very favorite 
crunchy onion chili oil right now that I want to put on everything that I eat is like eight bucks at Trader Joe's. And if you know, you know, you can't even get this right now. It's out of stock everywhere. I tried to get it for a party last weekend. Couldn't find it. Had to go to Sprouts, buy the actual version with the uh, marketed label on it. And it was like 11, 12 bucks. So, I mean, isn't that the same for like Costco too? Like the Kirkland brand is like the off brand, but you can buy the actual brand somewhere else. Right. But it's the exact same thing. Right. Everybody says that Kirkland vodka is Grey Goose. Who knows? But yeah, same thing. Um, So tell us a little bit about like, what, what are private label wedding dresses? Where do they come from? What's the deal with them? Why are they so hot right now? Just give us a little bit of that. Yeah. So when I started in the industry, like 14 years ago, we didn't have private labels and nobody did. And everything was name brand. And I, I think what we've seen in the last decade is bride shifting a little bit away from having to have a name brand item. Now there's certainly going to be brides that want the name brand that can still go to a store, can still find that label. And it's like, they're very proud of that label. It means something to them. Um, but for a lot of brides, they just don't need that. Like they're just there to find a really great dress and hopefully at a great price that they can love and feel beautiful in and really just like glow on their wedding day because they found the dress that they love. They don't really care who made it. And and that shift has happened pretty dramatically to the point of when I used to style brides 10 years ago, we would talk about who the designer was. When I style brides now, nobody even asks, not the bride, not the the mom, nobody's asking like, well, what the, who's the designer? But when they do ask and they're asking about private labels, um, the way I like to explain it is that These designers, same designers that you know that you love, that you know their names, that you would recognize, have made another line of dresses that they can, they don't have to market. They don't put their name on it. They don't spend the time, money, energy on advertising, on photographing, on setting up these huge photo shoots with models and making it this whole big extravagant thing. They don't do any of it. So it saves the designer money so they can sell it to the store for less. And then the store can pass that savings then on to the bride. Um, it allows the stores to, to put the dress in a pre- price that their bride can afford it. But I'm telling you, it's the same exact designers that you're used to. They're made in the same place. Um, even like you would, it's the exact same thing. It's just, they didn't put all the money into it behind the scenes that then gets passed on to you. If you saw it online, on social media, in a magazine, blown up somewhere on a billboard, you're paying for that every time you buy that dress, right? right. So you don't have to do that with a private label, which is so fantastic. Right. So you mentioned just quickly online, there are so many wedding dresses that brides can buy directly online. What is the difference between one of those gowns that's like private label and a private label gown that a bride would find in an independent bridal retail store with a stylist, with the whole experience? Like, is the bride really going to save like $700 by buying a dress directly online? Is it the same dress? Um, It's going to be a knockoff. And when it's a knockoff, it's not going to feel the same or fit the same. So the quality of the fabric is going to be dramatically different if you're buying a dress online as you're because the benefit of going to an independent retailer, they've vetted these designers before and they've vetted right. these manufacturers before. Yeah. They know the quality is there. Um, the attention to detail is there. You're not going to put this dress on. It's not going to fall apart. They're going to make sure there's not 
a hole in it somewhere. Um, they're going to make sure that this dress is in beautiful, perfect condition for you. So if you're buying a dress online and we've done this, like Honestly, we have gone on Amazon. We will find knockoffs of our designers, of our dresses, and we have bought them yeah. and brought them in so we can see the difference. And the difference is going to be in the fabric, in the in the quality of the fabric, and then the fit of the gown. Um, usually, the gown doesn't fit the same way as the original does. Um, it doesn't have the structure that it needs to hold this dress up. Um, and so those are the two big things that you're going to notice a difference in if you buy online versus going into an independent retailer and trying on a different private label. Right. And I think what we have seen in our experience in our shops is brides will, you know, try to cut, not cut corners. Brides will try to be savvy about their budget making decisions. Totally. And buy something online only to have to then buy a second dress because the first dress is likely unreturnable. It's likely totally not what they saw online. And now here they are actually having to either spend more money to buy a second dress or they are having to compromise on a second dress because they've likely used a decent portion of that budget on the first dress. And I'm sure it's worked out for some brides out there. And I totally get that some people are under budget constraints where, you know, you just, you, you just need to wear that $99 dress. And I get, I wore a $99 dress. Actually, yes, you did. You really did. I really did. <laughs> but you didn't buy it online. I didn't buy it online. And I would just I would just say caution that if somebody is trying to sell you a private label dress online directly to a bride, it's not the same as a private label wedding dress that you're going to find in a bridal boutique. Those are actually designer manufactured dresses that just do not have a label on them. They don't have a label. Well, I would say the other thing that you're getting from going to an independent retailer is they can help you with the alteration piece, which a lot of times these gowns, they, they just, they're not made to fit you. So you're going to need to alter something. Right. And so when you're buying online, you don't have that support of someone being like, oh, actually, this is how we're going to fit this to you. And this is how we're going to make this work for you. And so having that support system there that can be like so knowledgeable to help you walk through that process is so helpful. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how we have incorporated private label into our stores. Again, we own Brilliant Bridal. We have six stores kind of in the Southwest region of the United States. Um, if you're in one of our cities, we'd love to see you. Um, but we decided, um, probably five years ago that we really wanted to explore this option for ourselves and, and completely cut out even a designer private label. We wanted to go make our own private label wedding dresses. So in 2019, we traveled to China. No, we were not patient zero. Thank you for asking. Haven't heard that joke before. Um, we traveled to China and we, we went with a consultant who had a lot of experience in working with factories in China, manufacturing bridal gowns in China. Um, if somebody tries to tell you that their wedding dress is, this is just a rabbit trail. If somebody tries to tell you that their wedding dress is made in the United States and that wedding dress is under $10,000, they are lying to you. They are all made in China. Some are made in Vietnam. There is nothing wrong with a wedding dress made in China. Okay, soapbox over. So we went to China. We met with the factory workers. We met with the factory owners. We ensured that the working conditions were 
ethical. They were clean. They were well taken care of. And I'm going to jump in. Like, that was so important to us. Like, if we're going to do a private label, we wanted to, like, we care so much about our bride, but we also have to care about the person that's making this gown, right? So, like, let's go. Let's meet these people. Let's see how they do this. The work they do is unbelievable. Like, I watched these women, like, hand bead this dress, and it was so phenomenal. Not only how talented they were, how quick they were, and how, like, what a beautiful job they did. Like, we watched them make lace. Like, we got to see it all, and we got to meet all the people. Yeah, it was so mind-blowing to watch them make it. And and to, to think, okay, behind your gown is a human being making your dress. You know, like, they're cutting the patterns. They're putting it together. Um, we have a dress in our line that has hand-placed flowers on it. And somebody has to hand-place all those flowers. And so, like, it was so important for us to, like, if we're going to go down this road, we want to know who's behind it. And we want to, like, believe in them as much as, like, we love and believe in our brides. Yep. Absolutely. That, that was super important to us. And we spent about a week and a half there toward multiple factories, both where the wedding dresses are constructed, where the lace is actually made, and felt really, really comfortable about moving forward with this process. I don't think we had one hesitation about working. It's it's family-owned factory, the, the main factory that we work with. It's family-owned. They have multiple locations, you know, throughout the city in China that we visited. And it it, it just felt like we were friends that could not understand each other, but we were friends. And um, thank goodness that we did take that trip in 2019 because once COVID hit and all of those supply chain issues happened with designers and manufacturers, we were not caught up in that. We certainly had issues with shipping like everyone else did, both in time and cost, but we had access to wedding gowns and we were able to help a lot of brides in 2020, 2021, even into 2022 that were stuck where they had ordered a dress that wasn't coming in, they they couldn't get a dress in time for their wedding, whatever the situation was. We were just in a very fortunate position based on how all those stars aligned to just be able to help a lot of brides um, with off-the-rack private label wedding dresses. So we're in a situation now with our business where we're unique in the in the market. We always have been an off-the-rack bridal store. We started that out by selling um, overstock and discontinued wedding dresses from the manufacturers. We still do that. That's still the majority of our wedding dresses that we sell every day. But we're getting to a point where, you know, a good portion of our inventory now are these private label wedding dresses that we have sourced because we're able to save so much money for the business and pass that savings along to the bride. And and we just love this aspect of, of the business now. Right. And the bride gets that like on trend, current, beautiful dress. Right that they want, that they're seeing everywhere, they just don't have to spend as much money for it. Like, yeah. again, back to that, like, you get to be that savvy bride that can, like, get a really good deal on a dress that you can't find in a lot of places. And that's the other point I want to make about private labels is they're 
they're often exclusive. You're not going to see them the same dress in every store. So the designers and manufacturers are going to be really good about saying, okay, somebody has this line in your area. You can't have it. Or they have that dress. You have to take a different one. So you're not going to be trying on the same dress or wearing the same dress that 10 of your other friends are trying on or or going to get. And especially in other cities, or you're not going to see it everywhere. And that's the benefit. Like you get something that's even more exclusive more special, more unique, and more you because it's not this mass-produced dress that, you know, you're going to see everywhere on every billboard in a magazine or on all your social media ads. Right. Like most of these private label lines will have a exclusivity radius of like 50, even up to a hundred miles. So there's one bridal store within that radius that's allowed to have that one dress. And that doesn't mean that a bride can't come into that store and buy that dress. But how many bridal stores within that radius are carrying the exact same designers? Many. So many. So, yeah. So it definitely does give you an opportunity for a little bit more of a unique and exclusive look for your wedding, for sure. Um, So what would you say to brides who are still shopping for their dress? What do they need to look out for when they are brought or they find on a rack a private label gown? Like, how do they know it's legitimately private label and that a bridal store is not just trying to sell them a dress from Amazon? which I've never heard of them doing, but you never know. You never know. Um, what, what are, how can we empower brides to really understand when they receive a private label dress, what they should be looking out for? Uh, we're going back to this quality and construction. What's the quality of the fabric? Does it feel really itchy? Does it feel uncomfortable? Um, you're going to be looking for how does it feel on your body? How does it feel to touch? But then how does it feel structure-wise? Do you feel really pulled in in this gown? Does it have a lot of structure to it? Um, those those knockoffs, those, those gowns that aren't aren't that, that are bought online or somewhere else, they're not going to have that quality of the construction. Um, You're not going to see, you know, beads falling off, loose threads, like all those things be looking for. Um, Certainly some of that stuff, you know, beads getting loose can happen in the wear and tear of a sample in a store. Um, But your actual bridal gown that you walk out the door with won't have that. Yeah, for sure. All right. I think we've covered it. Is there anything else that we need to say to help brides navigate private label wedding dresses? I think the biggest thing is just if if your bridal shop that you go to offers you a private label, absolutely try it on because you're going to save yourself some money and and know that it's the same quality. It's the same designer. There's probably, I mean, the designer is behind that gown. You just don't know who it is and they keep it private so you can save some money. So don't like walk away thinking like you can't try that on, like absolutely try it on and you're going to save yourself some money on this wedding. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, good luck with all your children in your home. Um, thank you. I can't wait to hear what else we get to say no K to. Great. I, and maybe next week I'll have uh, a whole new word for you guys <laughs> that my two-year-old is now saying. <laughs> Great. Can't wait. <laughs> this is how we're going to become trendy as moms is just making up new slang that we get from our toddlers. I always wondered where the slang, slang came from. This is where it is. Right here. Right now, you have seen the birth of new slang. You're welcome. From the small humans. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We hope this really gave you an opportunity to understand a little bit more about private label wedding dresses. If you have encountered those in your bridal gown shopping journey, or if you have not yet, I'm certain that you will. 
As always, if you have any questions, we'd be happy to answer them or clear up any confusion for you. And we will see you next Wednesday. Thanks for listening to the White Dress Optional Podcast. We will be here every Wednesday. Remember, you can follow us everywhere on social at Brilliant Bridal. You can also email us at podcast at brilliantbridal.com. And as always, we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts.